Welcome to Clarified Butter, the podcast about meals, memories, and milk fats. I'm your host, Amy Allen. And I'm Whitney Jewett. Also your host. Yes. And today we're going to be talking about friends' houses. Yeah, like your friends when you're little Mm -hmm. and you go to their house and it's different than yours. Or your friends when you're an adult and you go to their house and you're like, what? (laughs) People act differently. It's true. I act differently differently when other people are in my house. Yeah, me too. Totally. It becomes a different space when I'm hosting. And the prepping for it too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when it's like... A half an hour before someone comes over, you're like, quick, make it look like we've never lived here at all. (laughs) Make it look like we summer here. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, I always have these nice candles lit. And this nice bar soap. It never smells like the garbage disposal. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, Do you have like a a memory of the first time or one of the first times you went to a friend's house to... Um, I kind of, I have a memory of, um, I have a few memories of like my preschool friends' houses, uh-huh. like, and that, that must be very early. Um, that was like, uh, I think especially about my friend Catherine, who is my oldest friend. I'm actually going to her bachelorette. How old soon. is she? She's exactly my age. She's oh. 28. We were born on the same day. What? In the same hospital, down the, the hall from year? one. Yeah. Wow. Like, down the hall from each other. We were in the nursery together. And then we ended up going to the same preschool and the same. What? And we lived two blocks away from each other. So we were like twins. Um, I mean, we both had siblings. Mm-hmm. She was a middle child. She has a older sister and younger brother. And I had an older brother. And um, But we were inseparable my mom so you were like at her house every day or she was at your house or something yeah our moms went or like our parents went to the same church Mm -hmm. they didn't really know each other before we were born but after we were born and we were in everything together and her mom became like i just had a baby i just had had a baby baby. (laughs) look there they are together in elementary school and preschool and girl scouts and swim team and tennis team and summer camp and everything everything um so Catherine, i I would say I was Catherine's shadow for a long mm-hmm. time. My mom mm-hmm. describes it as like Catherine would stand up and I would stand up. Like mm. I was just like stars in my eyes when I looked at her. And now she is getting her PhD in physics wow. and into long distance biking and lives in San Diego. So just like you. Still stars in my eyes whenever <laughs> I look at her. Um, but all of this to say, I remember going over to her house when I was really little and they um, and I remember lunch more than anything. Mm. So we go over. I, you know, there's no reason to go over for dinner when you're that little. But um, it would be lunchtime, and it would be PB and J's, and she would get just PB, like mm. only peanut butter, which boggled my mind because I was like, if you could only have one, you would clearly have jelly because that's the sugar one. <laughs> Like, that's the sweet, tangy one. Right. Um, Now I understand peanut butter more, but as a four-year-old, not at all. Like, I'm not a dog. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And so she would have, like, a peanut butter sandwich with no crusts, and I found Um, that very exotic. (laughs) White bread? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, white bread. Um, And they had 
um, they had cups that had Disney stuff on them. Like I remember Beauty and the Beast mm, cup. We had those. And yeah. an Aladdin mm-hmm. cup. Mm-hmm. They were collectibles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We got them at Burger King. Um, I think because she had an older sister, she had more girly things in her house. Just in general, I had an older brother, and so it was more like Legos and trucks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things. But at her house, they were like, "This I can dress up like Belle here. Oh, um, that's fun. Or, you know, what? Yeah. more dress up, more dolls, more Disney paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And I and I think a lot about the snacks that she would have. She would have one of those big cartons of um, goldfish. I love those. It's like I love a those. gallon of goldfish yes. that you can like has a spout like a milk carton. Yes. And Teddy Grahams. Oh. And her house was the first place I learned about puppy chow. Do you know puppy chow? What's puppy? Puppy, puppy chow. chow. Is, it, house. is it for a dog? No, it's for people. Okay. It was one of my. I was pulled in two directions as a young girl between Catherine Nadler and Charlotte Garvey, my Don't two best friends, and I that? didn't know no, how to pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, one of them introduced me to a puppy chow, which is when you take Chex Mix mm-hmm. and mix it up with peanut butter, mm-hmm. melted chocolate, mm-hmm. and powdered sugar. I've definitely had that, but mm-hmm. I don't think I knew it by the name Puppy Chow. Um, I don't know what I knew it. It's very yes. good. But it is good. It's, it's very good. Very good. Sweet and salty. Mm-hmm. How could you not? You just eat it forever. Yeah. So yeah, that was, I think that's my earliest memory of like spending time in someone else's mm-hmm. home. And to the degree that by like late elementary school, I think I felt like utterly comfortable yeah. in their yeah. home. Yeah. But yeah, what about you? Do you remember feeling strange? Yes. I definitely remember feeling strange um I grew up and I had this my my best friend was Megan and I go to her house all the time and she it was like we had like a similar you know background um and like that's just where I'd like spend weekends and everything and then I had a friend starting in fifth grade um Elise who was much her family was um much more wealthy than Mm -hmm. mine and can I ask you a question yeah how did you know that as a little kid? Great question. <laughs> well, I remember going to her house, and it was a house, first of all, which is like I lived in an apartment. We lived oh, in an yeah. apartment growing up. And it was a big house. Mm-hmm. Um, like they had a garage for their cars, and you walked in, and there was like a big coat closet. And her mom was a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And um, so I remember going there like after school, and her mom had – like baked dust cookies like that never happened to <laughs> yeah. me like my mom I was a latchkey kid you know I would just had my own key and I'd go home and I'd do my homework and like then watch TV and go on the computer play the sims and that's it <laughs> um but <laughs> she had um yeah like her mom like made her a little treat when she got home mm-hmm. and I was like oh yeah I love this mm-hmm. um and then I remember having dinner there mm. and it was I mean, I felt like I was at the fanciest 
of restaurants because there was a bread basket oh. with like a cloth in it to like keep the bread cloth warm. Cloth napkins were a big signifier to me that I was in a different kind of house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, and like, it like kept the bread warm. I was like, oh, I get it. Okay, this like keeps the dinner rolls warm. Mm-hmm. And then there was always like a nice, you know, protein, like a good meat dish and a side and there was always a salad and you'd pass the food to your left to share it and at my house it was like a free-for-all uh-huh. you know it was like oh I have to go do this thing so I'm just gonna make some oodles and noodles and I'm gonna <laughs> eat those real quick or like you know my mom would make me like quick dinners because I was just mm-hmm. so busy all the time um, and we weren't like a sit down and eat dinner kind mm-hmm. of family and so that was like really the first time that I had seen that happen like as a ritual yeah and like been a part of that um and I loved it and I remember I actually remember like Elise one time like complaining about something that was like on the dinner table or like oh I don't like blah blah blah. I don't like this pork or whatever Mm -hmm. and just being like what like I'll (laughs) eat it like I just like her mom loved me because I would just eat everything that she made Mm -hmm. um and I ate a lot too. You know, I was like this, you know, tiny. Catherine's um, mom thing. loved me because I was essentially silent. <laughs> <laughs> I was not that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and she had like um, American Girl dolls. Oh. Like all of them. Oh. And they were like up in the guest bedroom on display, mm-hmm. like uh, up in, you know, near the ceiling, looking down on you. <laughs> and Did you ever have any American Girl doll? No, I ne- yeah. no, 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 right. no. Like the idea, like I think that like my mom's idea of like buying a doll that's like that much money, mm-hmm. it's just like, why do you need that? Also, your friend has them, so you know, right. you're good. Um, and we couldn't like really play with them. Like we had them and she had, and she had like all the accoutrements. It was mm-hmm. like she had all the clothes and all she the had, like, accessories. Samantha's bedroom yes. set and Felicity's school set. Like and... not so <laughs> extensively, but like yeah, uh-huh. they had like a little. Um, there was like a a closet where there were like a bunch just like doll clothes and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so fun and like I loved. But like she was, you know, also, and I'm sure any girl with American Girl dolls probably had something like this, mm-hmm. which was like very particular and didn't really, you know, want need like playing with them too much i will say i had a kirsten doll oh yeah that i got after most of my other friends had american girl dolls most of my other friends had samantha who's mm-hmm. the basic doll mm-hmm. i um, loved her <laughs> she did have your brown hair okay yeah i mean um, i liked her uh but kirsten was the like swedish pioneer girl oh i know oh yeah i <laughs> never she had my my uh, elise that was her favorite because uh-huh. she's Swedish as well. Oh. Like her background is mm-hmm. Swedish. Well, you know, then you will know that Kirsten has her hair in braided mm-hmm. loops, like in two braids that are looped around her Please ears. Please tell me that you did that. I, well, one, I never, ever took them down. I never undid Kirsten's hair once. She, I still have her and her hair is still in their original braids. Wow. Because you can never get them back, right? I saw. I'm sure. I saw what happens when I, my friends took down their American Girl doll's hair, and it's unfixable unless you take them to the American Girl doll store to the hospital. You to can get send them to the hospital, and I remember learning that and fixed. being like, "Wait, what? You <laughs> <laughs> like, send it to the hospital?" Um, I also 
no big deal looked just like Kirsten. Yeah. So. I mean, she didn't, she had more blonde hair than me, but I had bangs. I had buck teeth with a gap in them. Well, also, like, all their faces were the same. Oh, yeah. They just they had different just shades like of skin. round girl faces. Color and eye color. And I had a little color. round girl face. Yeah. And with, my, like, a little space between the teeth. Yeah. I had that, too. I had an overbite and a big gap between my teeth. Adorable. And pudgy cheeks and bangs. And my grandmother made me a calico dress with an apron, and my mom got me little leather boots, and I dressed up like Kirsten, and I did my hair in braided loops. There's a great picture of it, of us in front of the Christmas tree the We're gonna year post I got that. her. We will. <laughs> um, but the other, just the extension of this, is that um, this is kind of like third world problem white people story. <laughs> but what story about American Girl Dolls isn't? Um, first world. First world. Did I say third world? You did. Oh, that's, that's not okay. what I meant. Yeah. That's the Well, they're all archaic terms anyway. They're yeah, actually, not. we're starting in the Cold War and we're, we're, we're beyond we're that. We're beyond that. Although, are we? Anyway, <laughs> back to Kirsten. <laughs> political. Uh, back to Kirsten and my dress. This is what this is about. Is that I was in the Piedmont Tapestry Triad Children's Interfaith Choir. Of course. I might have said that in the wrong order. It's a very long name. But basically, it's the choir for all of the kids of the liberal parents in the Interfaith Council. So I would go sing songs from all different religious and cultural backgrounds with children from all different religious and cultural backgrounds. They're American girl dolls of all different religious and cultural backgrounds. (laughs) Well, the American girl dolls weren't a part of it except for me because we would, in our concerts, we were supposed to dress up as our heritage. We were supposed to wear clothes that like represented where we were from. And so the little Indian girls would wear saris and the little Japanese girls would wear like the formal kimono. There were there were these clothes that they had that represented who they were and where they were from. And as someone whose entire heritage is North Carolina, yeah, there's not that. Right. Um, but I did have this calico, like frontier woman dress yes. that is not my heritage, but that I would wear to all of our concerts to like sing in the mall. Yes. <laughs> I would wear my little Kirsten dress with my apron. And I was really into the choir, so I was stayed until I was absolutely too old to be in it, which mm-hmm. was 12 years old, which is also when puberty hits. And so I'd be wearing a calico dress that came down to just past my elbows <laughs> <laughs> and singing songs in Swahili. <laughs> It's pretty cute. In the mall. Yep. For Colin Powell once. What? In the, in the, in the mall. <laughs> Colin Powell came to the mall and we were asked to come sing for him. Oh my God. Yeah. Great. That's um, my claim to fame. What, well, till now? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but anyway, sorry. I heard American Girl Doll <laughs> and I freaked out. Was that like your. Your main experience of eating in someone else's house and seeing, like, the bread rolls. Like, did you notice that most other people's houses were a little different than yours? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I had, like, you know, um, my, I guess, you know, my friends, um, we were from different, you know, like, socioeconomic backgrounds. So Mm -hmm. definitely had, like, different experiences, like, sleeping over and eating and, um, but, like, 
that friend was definitely the most wealthy. Like um, her dad, you know, owns a business that they are the second largest employer next to the hospital, you know, in like my small town. Um, And, and she was like my best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the one that I also had like, the most experience in and like mm-hmm. eventually you know it was like why would I want to stay at my house when uh, Lisa's mom makes cookies for me when I go over there <laughs> and has like warm bread in a basket <laughs> I'm there you know <laughs> so. that's how I felt about my friends houses with pa- walk-in pantries mm, like they my, also yeah yeah my mom walk-in would pantry. like stock snacks for us I would have lime sherbet every day after school while I watched mash <laughs> that was the first time I learned what a pantry was was like going to her house yeah for to like to give you an idea I remember a few friends that like I would go to their house and they would have a pantry that was a whole tiny magical room full of like honey buns and canned mm. coca-cola wow <laughs> or great. like just snacks for them yeah. to like go at mm-hmm. and I found that really magical that they yeah. had one I cannot ever imagine having like cans of soda in my house yeah we never we never had soda around and yeah. oh here's another thing <laughs> there were also like some interesting eating habit practices that like my friend had that I just never had heard of and thought were so crazy but it also opened me up to so many different kinds of food that I never would have been mm-hmm. um you know I never would have experienced so young, mm-hmm. but she would have um, soda milk. So she'd have like half milk, half Coca-Cola. What? Yeah. No. As like a drink. Should it? I no. know. Ew. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, it's good. Try it. And I tried and I was like, no, it's just That's not for me. So but gross. that was like her idea I've of having like a healthy that. version of something <laughs> not good for you. And then her mom's like, okay. Sure. Or like some mornings for breakfast, I remember having like um peanut butter and chocolate chip bagel. Like it was like a cinnamon raisin bagel mm-hmm. and her mom would put peanut butter on it and mm-hmm. then put chocolate chips on it and then microwave it. Or like uh-huh. I think she toasted it first, then put it on it, then microwave it so it's like a gooey yeah. oh my chocolate gosh. and peanut butter sandwich <laughs> that she could eat for breakfast. Like I would never. Like, no. my mom was kind of like, you know, you do whatever you want. Yeah. Cool. You're loose. a butterfly. You do what you want to <laughs> do. If you can feed yourself, that's great. Um, but that, like, that her mom, like, made it for her and, like, you know. Yeah. Like, I was just like, this is wild. I guess that's not that different than the main thing that both of my parents at both houses, mm-hmm. like, would make, which I think is interesting, because they had sort of different breakfast patterns and different cooking patterns. Mm-hmm. But the breakfast they would both make would be Eggo waffles with peanut butter and syrup, mm. uh, which is very good. And not mm. that different from a bagel with peanut butter and chocolate chips, but it feels significantly different. <laughs> but it is. It's it like is. totally different. <laughs> it is. Because there's no chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the chocolate for breakfast thing. That really, yeah. Yeah. I, only on my birthday, I would get a chocolate mm. croissant, mm-hmm. but not other days. No yeah. chocolate for breakfast. No. No. Um, Something that I think a, like, philosophy that I came by in high school, probably, was um, that you could tell a lot about people's families mm. by how they ate dinner. Oh, yeah. Because by that time in my life, I had gone to a fair number of other friends' houses 
for dinner mm-hmm. and I realized like oh the way they interact over dinner is their family's personality like mm. that's the little capsule mm-hmm. of the like bonding uh trait of their family and yeah. so like my friend whose parents were both history professors at the local college they would eat dinner and maybe discuss some current events and maybe like kind of do a little like trivia quizzing. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a little like who knows the answer to this question. Yeah, yeah. Or my friend whose parents like were significantly older than everyone else's parents. It was just like very very nice, very polite pretty much silent i was gonna say quiet (laughs) so quiet (laughs) yeah it was just like everything was made nicely the food was Mm. all really nice everything was high quality Mm -hmm. and low energy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh or like my friend who probably had the most like stressful relationship with her parents and her siblings it would be like a there was a pronounced like tension Mm -hmm. with the most likely way it wasn't always, like, angry, but the most likely way they were to interact was to, like, bicker over mm. something. It was just to pick something and kind of argue or debate it. And it was sometimes affectionate. Right, right, right. Yeah, but sometimes was, that's how people like to communicate. You yeah, know? but it was so different. I remember being at that dinner and being like, I don't know what to do because my family is, like, the last thing that anyone wants to do is express anger right and like sometimes having someone else there can also like you know further that anxiety or sometimes they're seen as like a buffer or they'll be like right blah 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 like they'll like see how crazy these people are like i'm so glad you're here (laughs) or the worst is when you are set as the parents make you the example for their child yes which would happen to me and my brother a lot because we didn't argue we were like wouldn't like we just didn't argue it was whether or not we wanted to it wasn't a thing we did and so if we were over at other people's houses, why can't you be like Car and Amy? Look how nice they're they said thank you. They're not like mm-hmm. picking stuff off each other's plates and it would be like, please don't do this. We have to go to the playroom with them afterwards <laughs> and they're gonna hate us. I think that <laughs> happened with that friend as well. Like with and I'm just you know, it's like yeah, but at my house, it's, you know, it's completely different. I'm, yeah. like, acting nice because I'm in this nice home with yeah. my friend. And, like, I kind of know you parent mm-hmm. people, but I not really. And I'm just it, trying to. Yeah. My mom raised me to just be nice. Yeah, to be super polite. If right. I were at home, my brother would be picking at every eating noise I made mm-hmm. and, like, glaring at me the whole meal. But we're not at home. Yeah. We're not at home. <laughs> um. But the thing is, the nice thing, I think, it's just made me aware of my own family's dynamics. Like, seeing how other people interacted helped me, like, figure out what my family's thing was. Mm-hmm. Which was, we kept the TV on. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, yeah. Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Yes. But usually, like, Seinfeld. Yeah. And, um, like, whatever comedy show was on. Mm-hmm. So, like... Um, I, and it wasn't a passive thing. It wasn't like we were silent and the TV was on. Because mm-hmm. I think that's like the negative idea people have of like, just sit your kids in front yeah, of the TV, nobody, shut nobody up. Yeah, nobody talks to each other. But we were very like 
I think it became like me and my brother only talked to each other in television quotes for such a long time because that was like our shared language. Right. Mm -hmm. But it also made us both very funny. Yeah. And like your shared experience, you know, like you're doing that and you're doing that together. We recently went to Second City together in Chicago and we stayed in the lobby looking at pictures of famous comedians for like 45 minutes we were like look yeah look, look, here. look yeah, yeah. Here. and then just quoting yeah i'm sure <laughs> like oh, that's, that's i think i realized like that was my family's thing is like we're funny and we have a like shared like well of references mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um, and like it's not all like but you've made them your own, like, you know, because yeah. you can pick from those things and, like, make them part of y- your family. And, yeah. And, like, I had that for sure with my stepdad. He, like, loves Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. So, and I had an interesting, you know, growing up, we lived in Littleton, New Hampshire. And then on the weekends, we'd go to St. Johnsbury, Vermont, where my stepdad lived. Mm-hmm. And when we'd go there on the weekends, we'd go out to eat on mm-hmm. the weekends. So it was, like, every weekend, that was, like, you know, we'd go out to eat. Um, so that was that dynamic is like, you know, we'd go out and mm-hmm. like, we go out, you know, wherever. It was very fun mm-hmm. and fancy. But I do think like once I, I was going to, you know, my friend Elisa's house and I told my mom like, uh, you know, like they eat together and they sit down and like, I want to do that with you. Mm-hmm. And so my mom and my mom was like surprised because she was <laughs> like, what? When you were little, like. You didn't like anything I made. You know, you and your sister just wanted to eat cereal for every meal. And I had to ask the doctor if that was okay. Because, like, that's all that you would eat. Uh, and so I was like, well, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, you know, I think it'd be nice. And so she actually did start to, like, cook more at home. Even though she's a single mother working all day, like, overtime. Um, and, you know, doesn't have the 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 luxury of like time for um of someone that like might stay at home and that's part of like that work day Mm -hmm. this is like you know an addition on top of that but she did start to do it a little bit and it was really nice like my mom and I would like sit down and eat my sister was older so she usually like wouldn't be home Mm -hmm. around that time but it was it was really nice um or when like Elise would come over to to hang out <laughs> yeah. and so my mom would make spaghetti uh-huh. so it's like because we knew Elise loves spaghetti uh-huh. she loves parmesan cheese like she would love like the craft parmesan cheese oh yeah so like my mom was just you a, know like, would, big tube of powder <laughs> like yeah like my mom was like oh make sure that we have enough of that because mm-hmm. my mom was like such a pleaser she loved mm-hmm. to she loves to like please people and she remembered things about people like oh they really like this thing and so she'd always like make sure to have it mm-hmm. around so then, like, Elise would come over and be like, ooh, yeah, we're going to have spaghetti with Texas toast and lots mm. of Parmesan cheese. Great. Oh, and we'll, so, and so Caesar good. salad. Great. Yeah. Uh, from the bag. Great. <laughs> Love it. Um, but that was, like, you know, a nice meal. Um, and I remember it being, like, the feeling of when she would come over to my house mm-hmm. was so much more relaxed because... Mm-hmm. My house is just more relaxed <laughs> because it's a definitely more of like a free for all than like um, than like the typical you know nuclear family, mm-hmm. uh, which is like wh- what she came from more. But you could just tell like you know when she came over to eat, and it was kind of like you know as much Parmesan cheese as you want. <laughs> yeah, you know like you your mom's not here plate. to be like hey hey. Yeah, <laughs> like, you can <laughs> have a whole plate of Parmesan cheese and just lick it off the plate. <laughs> It's something totally my cool. brother would do, <laughs> except for with A1 sauce. 
She also put A1 sauce <laughs> on everything. She put A, like if she had steak. I remember like having steak at their house and she like put it on all of the steak. Mm-hmm. So you can really taste it. And whenever they had asparagus, mm-hmm. she'd put A1 sauce on it. She'd be like, oh, it just makes it taste better. And it's like, well, it just mm-hmm. makes it taste like A1 sauce, which is delicious. But, yeah, that's how know. Catherine's house was and ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also had a friend growing up uh, my friend Grace, uh-huh. and that was always really interesting going to her house because she, um, also from, you know, like a wealthy family and parents are together, mom's a doctor, and um, their house was huge and like up on a mountain. Uh-huh. So, like, like their driveway is like a quarter of a mile long. But I remember like, you know, dinner, everything was always good there and great, but Everything was very sterile. Like the walls were all white. Oh. And all of like the kitchen stuff is chrome. Uh-huh. So it's like very like there's no relics of anything <laughs> mm-hmm. around. It's new and clean and straight lines. Yeah. Even though yeah. like they have two kids and like uh-huh. it was just always like very clean and everything was very clean. And her dad's kind of OCD. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching him one time putting together the grocery list. Because he did the grocery shopping and taking out a scale. And he, like, weighs all of the food to see, like, how much they need to buy. Mm-hmm. And this was wild to me. Like, I just cannot even yeah, imagine, like, weighing out, like, That's- my dry goods. To like see, you know, when I'm I've never about. weighed any. <laughs> I like in the sometimes in the grocery store, I'll be like, oh, there's a scale there. I could. I could weigh an apple. No. I do do it sometimes. I'll be like, oh, this is blah, 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 a pound. Like, huh, well, how much do I have? It's like in the comfort of their own home. They're like, he's like taking out the scale and seeing like how much he needs to re-up on certain things. That's nuts. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, uh, I do think, but like you were saying about going to restaurants with your stepfather, I think that's sort of a whole other category of things I hadn't really thought about before is how step parents eat and mm. how you introduce that into your normal home. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like that could be a whole nother episode. A whole nother episode about when my dad dated a vegetarian. let me tell you, it's a saga and it still goes on. Yeah. Actually, can't wait to talk about that. Okay. We will get on <laughs> to parents, parents and others. But watch out, Steve. <laughs> Coming for you. stepdad. That's my stepdad. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, friends' houses. It's fun. It opens up new It worlds. really does. It, sometimes it's real uncomfortable, but it's always temporary. <laughs> yep. That's true. That's the upside. And I've certainly made friends friends uncomfortable coming to my house for sure too (laughs) or not never me actually just you know the most embarrassing thing which is your own family yeah oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so Whitney yes it's time for us to do one of our our segments oh my god I can't wait Whitney who are you cooking dinner for tonight tonight or today today tonight right now Okay, you know what? I'm going to go way out there. Mm. And I'm going to say I'm cooking dinner for my partner, Alan. Oh. Um, way out there, like six feet there, away. Like, like <laughs> upstairs. Um, 
Yeah, we have um, this great garden at our house. It is beautiful. And we're here right now, actually. It's lovely, and I like sharing it with all you alls. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's the one that, like, takes care of it and mm-hmm. is here. He works from home, so he's, like, here every day taking care of it. And I'm only saying this because he's an earshot of me, so I'm <laughs> like, okay, good. I'm going to get these good graces <laughs> No, but he's um he's here like nurturing it, and mm-hmm. it's where like you know our food grows eventually that we'll be eating, and and he cooks meals for me because so I work. Who you're cooking late. dinner for is who cooks dinner for is you. Who cooks dinner for me, and it's Alan. And mm-hmm. I love him. Oh, that's so nice. You're but yeah, so he's, nice, and your garden is gorgeous. Yeah, and he's like just putting in the the real work, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it so much. He's uh, cutting up the bacon and cooking it. And feeding it into your mouth. Yeah. I feel like that turned gross as I was saying it. And what well, I meant was he's far, he's farmed a fork. He's farmed a fork. <laughs> he's farmed a fork to bed. Oh, no. Ooh. Ooh. So, Amy. Mm-hmm. Who are you cooking dinner for? Well, speaking of farms, I'm cooking dinner for farms. Great! <laughs> um, I... I recently went out to a farm Mm -hmm. uh, for a farm dinner uh, where they, like, make you dinner from things grown on the farm. It was April, so it was things foraged and farmed. Mm -hmm. Um, And the food was great, but what I really noticed was, like, I've spent a lot of time in my life on farm and farmish gardens. (laughs) Uh, And I just love that kind of landscape. I love... Mm -hmm. Where it's like there's animals and there's people and there's nature and they you get all those smells. Yeah, <laughs> there was a goat there that I made friends Stop with. Stop it! I petted it a lot and it licked my nip. Um, <laughs> it tried to eat my jacket. Is what <laughs> happened. It tried to eat my jacket. Well, at least it didn't try to eat your nip. Well, yeah, it got close. Uh, things got dicey. And there's there were like barn cats. Mm. And there were flowers and there was a pond. But I think I, I spent a lot of time in college at a community garden growing vegetables. And uh, when I worked at the folk school, I worked in a, a small farm in the mountains. Mm-hmm. I grew lettuce and raspberries. Oh, glorious. And yeah, it, that's the word. Glorious. When you're on, when you're in that kind of just like, especially a hippy dippy farm. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, farms are All farms. the smells. But when it's just like everyone there is just says the word Gaia unironically. Stop it. <laughs> and Stop just like it. they feel it and they radiate it. They mm. just they seem yeah. healthy and comfortable. They mm-hmm. wear loose clothes but they still like look sexually active. Yeah, but they're tight. You know? Yeah. They're not it's not the same as mall walkers wearing loose clothes. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah, mall walkers. Let me tell you, I have just an affinity. <laughs> For mall walkers. <laughs> yeah. I have seen you in a windbreaker in a fanny pack. I have. B- yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So it made me, especially at this time of year when it's not too hot yet, mm-hmm. but everything is so green. Uh, yeah, so green right now. Get out on some farms and pick yes. some fruits. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love that. Clarified Butter is produced by Ashley Melzer and Jess Bowers. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at, at @clarifiedb or go to our website 
clarifiedbuttershow.com. Until next time, invite your friends over for dinner. Ooh.